Welcome to The Modern Erotic, a place to delight in, discover and indulge in the many ways we can open to receive more pleasure in our daily lives. Pleasure is nourishment, pleasure is power, and pleasure in these times is a deep form of resistance. Join me, your host, Sophia Shulkon, as we travel the scenic route through the landscape of the erotic. Hello, welcome back to the modern erotic. How are you? Uh, I hope you've had a fabulous week. Um, It feels like yesterday that I was lying down recording the last introduction to my conversation with Marina last week. Uh, This week has gone very fast. It's been a kind of warp speed week, which I don't know if you felt too. Time at the moment is very confusing. (laughs) Uh, It doesn't make any sense the longer I'm alive. But we're not here to talk about time, so thank goodness <laughs> there are other things we can we can talk about which are a bit more pleasurable and less create less frowns in my forehead. Um, so I wanted to first say thank you all for tuning in. I've had some gorgeous feedback from people, uh, which has been really lovely as a creator who is sitting in my bedroom most of the time speaking to who knows who, (laughs) Um, but it's lovely to feel um, and hear how this podcast has been inspiring you and uh, has been activating others creatively. And I think that was a really lovely um, thing to receive this week was just to feel into how people are receiving this and realising the impact um, that this can have um, from my point of view that just drives me more to go out there and connect with many more people who I can bring into this space to um, connect with all of you uh, in this magical sonic sphere that is the modern erotic so my thanks go out to all of you uh, for supporting this new venture so onward uh, I will tell you a little bit more about who we're going to talk to this week after this little interlude. you've all got your seatbelts on because today we're taking the modern erotic into a cosmic space with my next guest. We are going to talk uh, conscious conception, kundalini energy and connection to the spirit baby. So at this time it feels like it's important to really stretch out what erotic energy is and Darshna Palmer is definitely a woman who's helped me to understand in a much bigger framework what the energy of sexuality really is, how it works, how it works for us and with us Um, and so it's, it's just a real pleasure to introduce in more depth this astonishing creative. Um, So Darshna's travelled from the arts to the healing arts with her third eye in connection to her heart of the spirit baby. Darshna is the founder, visionary and teacher of KMRT, an embodiment practice of kundalini energy through the quantum field of magnetic resonance. With ancient flavours of Ayurveda and yoga, She is a specialist in spirit baby energy, prenatal and perinatal cognition within the sexuality of birth. She's the founder of the Conscious Womb Birthing School, which teaches holistic midwifery and doula practices, and her teachings explore the diverse nature of human beings. 
bringing ancient knowledge to the light of conscious creation. Her specialism is the energetics of fertility, prenatal cognition, the spirit baby, pregnancy, birthing, and innovation within fetal medicine. So that's quite a bio. And I must admit, all of my guests on this podcast have had the most amazing bios and Darshna is no different. Um, So without further ado, I will roll the tape because uh, it's a lovely conversation and at the end of our time together we share a meditation which Darshna graciously um, delivered so I hope you're all in a space where you can receive uh, this meditation uh, which comes it's about an hour in Um, so settle down tune in and I really hope this expands your idea of sexuality and sexual energy um yeah i'll let the conversation speak for itself sending love and enjoy wow well today is a very exciting day because i have a dear friend and uh collaborator co-collaborator joining me on the modern erotic today and that is the incredible darshna palmer so thank you darshna for coming thank you thank you for having me and i'm really excited about this it's a pleasure (laughs) um yeah so i mean wow we gosh we met a few years ago didn't we it's probably about three or four years ago um yeah and yes that's right yeah yeah about four maybe four years ago and Darshna's work has been so inspirational to me and my journey um and she's the founder of the conscious womb birthing school first and foremost which uh is an incredible and very innovative um space where Darshna teaches uh holistic midwifery and doula techniques along with her very own therapy which is KMRT Um, and there really is such a a kind of cosmic connection with the work that you're doing in the world which is really bringing into being people's souls into the space and you work very much with the spirit baby and prenatal cognition conscious conception um so there's so much that we can begin to talk about today which I'm very excited um about starting and I think firstly it would be lovely to just introduce yourself a little bit about what you do and then we can go into um a bit of the journey that took you to this very particular and creative path that you're on well gosh right um so I am I am Darshna um I am an artist um, and um, at the beginning of my bio we'll always see from art to healing arts because actually it's just been an evolution of the artist that I was when I was younger to who I am and who I am becoming. Um, Mm. The healing arts is because it took me from studying fashion design and technology to um, the healing arts of Ayurveda and yoga um, being because I was working in the fashion industry in uh, visual merchandising and was really excited by placing um, garments in a certain story form and looking at space and the flow and the psychology of shopping all of that but it beautifully Mm -hmm. really I worked for luxury brands it was all about making it look absolutely gorgeous and I was given free reign to do that which was lovely um but like everything else it sort of has its course and I was getting quite bored with it it wasn't um there was no space for movement or more challenge as it were so um I got made redundant from a really great job um but that was just an end of a journey and um but then I didn't really know what to do and I was on a discovery path um through Mm. the shadow self which was a bit traumatic um but then I had all this spiritual yearning which was starting to come through as um me diving into the philosophy of Ayurveda and yoga and Hence, I started to practice the physical side of yoga 
um, because I hadn't mm-hmm. really done any physical exercise for a very, very long time. And I felt like my body mm-hmm. needed that. Um, and so I started off with Bikram yoga because um, this country is really cold and the heat really appealed to me to be able to feel comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and then I decided to um, embark on a sort of foundation course of Ayurveda through Paka Herbs, actually, um, on, in a long, um, what do you call it, long distance learning, e-learning now, as mm-hmm. we say, um, mm-hmm. just to sort of um, tread the waters a little bit and see what this was. And I really loved it. And I started to use some of the little methods and started to understand um, the nature of god really that's something as a child that Mm. my biggest question was why and Mm -hmm. being born into the hindu religion the vedic philosophies are very deep and so um there's a real transcendence quality and a real human quality and i need to bridge the gap for my own personal Mm -hmm. learning and um Mm. as i began on the bigger journey of ayurveda wanting to see where it took me I actually um discovered um I had a tumor in my breast and so um the biggest discovery was about to happen which was through myself um but luckily I had learned um a fair bit of the wisdom of holistic practices Mm -hmm. and so then I started my healing journey with implementing some of those Ayurvedic concepts um um but I had a real innate feeling that I wasn't going to die but I just didn't know um how to heal or what that meant to me um you can read Mm -hmm. lots Mm -hmm. of things about other people but really the journey of healing is um individual and um so at that time according to my consciousness so everybody has a subjective belief which plays out through their cells like a memory. And for me at that time, I decided to do um, a little bit of the medical and mostly holistic. And that's the the route I took, which um, was good. And well, it depends on how you see it, but um, through, through the shadow of it, which was extreme tiredness from radiation and mm. complete depletion, um, I... I managed to discover my soul <laughs> wow. because I had, wow. I had years of kind of time to read and sit mm. with my consciousness. So the mm, actually, yeah, to completely slow down um, and understand the healing of the self, which is the path of yoga, which is a part of my soul is um, self-realization. So mm. when you ask the universe, gives you and you receive so this was the part that took me on a complete rest and frustration at the same time so, mm, yeah, yeah but, difficult yeah. difficult journey and one that must have taken a lot of courage to one to face honestly and to you know because you are faced with mortality in a very strong way in that position um, and also then the trust that you're putting in the teachings that you've been learning as well and that that quality of listening to your own body um to find find your answers as well as the support of the medical profession that must have been yeah a deep deep kind of manifestation yeah so the 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 journey was quite surreal actually it wasn't as straightforward as sort of um you might perceive that I was all full of wisdom and etc having a spiritual life and a human life you have to understand the bridge between the two and I was very much on a higher level and it um spirit will work with you the best way it can so for me it was a translation through intelligence so I did a lot Mm -hmm. of research um and understand I did it that way through philosophy and understanding the nature of the human body in correlation to the universe which is um, in Ayurveda, the macrocosm, and you are a unique genetic code, a portion of that, and how your body through your senses, personality, your physicality relate to that. 
on an everyday mm-hmm. level through the environment, through diet, through your food and your consciousness, which is your soul. And that's mm-hmm. the bit that actually really fascinated me. So um, unbeknown to me at the time, it was taking me, my consciousness was expanding at quite a vast rate. And I, I actually didn't really realize, um, which led to sort of my awakening and my own mm-hmm. kundalini energy moving quite um ferociously i would say through my body um and in yogic terms that means like an awakening on a visceral level where the elements of your body are awakened to a very higher state of evolution mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um yeah so that that was one aspect of that which opened up my psychic senses yeah, incredible. And I mean, looking at the your teachings and your work, I mean, I've followed you for a long time on Instagram. And I think it's like that information that you were really pushed to absorb. It, you, it, it feels like you have such a wide understanding of it, of the philosophy and of the, the biological kind of aspects of how our body and our soul, um, I, I don't know what the right word is, express themselves. Um, and you use art so beautifully with that as well it's a really fine balance of you know very very deep information and um, beautiful artwork and yeah it's just an incredible weaving of all of these aspects of your your personality and soul I love it so it's yeah so we, we all channel information from our spirit we just don't know we're doing it I just do it consciously because that's how it came to me after I knew I was doing it and so the artwork is also channeled and my words are also mm-hmm. channeled from my higher self or higher state or an aspect of me which is um a part of who I am creatively like we're all different aspects during the day we're a mother we're a lover we're a an artist or we're just you know just watching the tv it doesn't really matter but um Mm. it's one um route or channel where I like for Instagram I can express all my channels self which comes from different realms of consciousness which is me in different states of consciousness and so Mm -hmm. the pictures and the images always match the emotion and the feeling of that day or what I would like to translate or convey to like um, followers I don't like to call them followers and in people who I'm inspiring or the people Mm. that need to hear it that day or my clients and and that sort of thing yeah so it's hugely vast but over this 10 year span of working with clients and I've evolved the theory into um, my therapy model which then which we'll Mm -hmm. talk about but it's um it's a I, I do it in different ways for quite a varied o- audience, actually, now that I've discovered, because mm. I, I get people coming to me saying, oh, I've been following you for a year, and now I get it, or before people used to say it was too complex, but it wasn't really for all those people, because it was a quantum level, which they may not understand, but um, mm. I have to say now, though, it, it, it appeals to a lot more people, because people are actually coming into their own soul now and so they're like ah oh, okay yeah now I get it they may not understand There's it fully space. but they what that means is they don't really understand it in words but they feel it and that's the main mm. thing you don't have to understand mm. the words you just have to understand the feeling and that's actually everything I do actually activates everybody's kundalini energy which is their creative sexual Mm -hmm. energy in some way Mm -hmm. for them to discover it or have a connection to it because yeah I mean that really that kind of feels like it feels like it it I get a sense that the feeling is very much you know it's, it's a big principle of of a lot of your teachings it is how we feel and then how that kind of resonates with the universe around us and then what that reflects back to us um so could you tell us a little bit more about the work that you do with conscious womb birthing school and also kmrt well maybe um maybe start with the conscious womb birthing school what like just what your 
the areas that you work in because it's fascinating so all of my courses are based on alchemy and it's all to do with kundalini energy so the archetype of kundalini energy is the serpent which means transformation um it's also known as sexual energy because it's the life force that moves through the body which gives you your immunity your vitality and also the the primal side of you which is your human bodily self um, being able to express that with another human being or for self-pleasure um, through the act of sex so that's mm -hmm. one aspect of it as well um, the KMRT is actually an expression of that it's a framework um, mm -hmm. of which all my courses are based on so um, they also, like Ayurveda, work with three primary laws of nature. And so the mm -hmm. octave is the sound. It's the sound of your sexual energy. It's your creative life force and how that moves through your belief system in your body. So when mm. you learn to listen to your beliefs and how your body responds, that, that is what I call the octave. And then we move, which is the octave moves through the masculine, which is the logical processes of the body, the kinetic. It's the um, left brain. Um, and then the feminine consciousness, which is still strong, but it's more passive and receptive and um, creative in a different way. And they both mm -hmm. move together. It's the dance of the yin and the yang. And they, they mm. move through the, um, the nadi system, through the body, which is the energetic pathway. So in Chinese medicine, mm -hmm. we call that meridians. In Ayurveda, we call those mama points. And that's how the life force moves through your body. Um, right. When those two forces of nature start to move together, like in a rhythm, that's what I call the mm -hmm. oscillation. So that's when you, mm. through your emotional body, start to interact with other forces of nature. So that's with yourself. If you're on a spiritual path, mm -hmm. you're masculine and feminine. So your brain will go into different states. Um, through your heart is your feminine consciousness. When you oscillate with mm -hmm. other people, that's another... Um, force of nature that you're interacting with as a reflection of you as well and once you mm -hmm. get to tune in to know what your octave is that oscillation becomes clearer and more fluid and so that's mm. you interacting with nature with the world through your work through your senses and also the biggest oscillation is actually the creating a child through Mm. the primal force of sex <laughs> yes which is I mean that's kind of it's the whole point of it even though it's very fun to do it without that point <laughs> yeah I mean it, it kind of you know when you say that looking at all of these different forces that are kind of playing through that kundalini energy that we may be not so conscious of um it kind of really brings in how important it is to have an understanding of that energetic and the, the mixing of that energy with somebody else when you are wanting to create a child as well. Um, yeah, I mean, it's that kind of conscious element of conscious conception and the, the prenatal cognition, which is something that you talk very much about. Could you open up a little bit more about that? Because it might be quite new for yeah. some of our listeners. So I talk about the spirit baby a lot, which is actually the energy form of the child that you will be having, which is in a form of energy, it hasn't come into physicality yet, but that is also an oscillating force that is working through your desire of a mm. child that you may not know you want in the unconscious. That's where unwanted, what we describe as unwanted pregnancies come through or mm -hmm. consciously doing it when a desire comes through you to emulate yourself once more through another reflection which is a, which is your child so the ego wants to mm -hmm. reproduce itself again because you have a love for this person and you want to mix your energies and um, convey it and create a third aspect what I call and so this when you mm -hmm. have um, when you're open spiritually and psychically um, a lot of people I work with women and fathers as well um, can actually tune in to that 
energy form which is the spirit baby um mm. i've given it a medical term prenatal cognition because spirit always has to translate through your brain because we're human and we have a brain so somebody like me can bypass the brain because i'm used to it and go straight to yeah. the magnetic field of my heart and that's actually where the spirit baby resides because the magnetic field of mm. the heart is much larger and when you start to take your sexual energy through that um, mode, through that portal of uh, energy, um, you literally bypass the brain, which means that um, it's just more fluid and, and more intentional and more emotional. So prenatal cognition is what happens to everybody, they, um, especially women, but they just don't really necessarily know it. Um, I've given it mm -hmm. a term to give it some definition. Um, also because mm -hmm. I work with the medical field and they are trained clinically and they need to understand it and have a translation of it and that's something I needed yeah. as well um, so for me I've been talking to spirit babies for around eight years now um, which Incredible. is how it took me into this realm which was one evening during my rest period I was just um, guided to write um, and I just started to write and let the pen do all the writing if you like like just be mm -hmm. completely out of the way and I ended up writing a poem about a little boy mm -hmm. who was actually from so I come from a religion which believes in reincarnation so this voice was from mm -hmm. another incarnation of mine and it was like I was at first talking to my room and then it turned into this little, little voice talking back to me saying that um you know I am your little boy and it's like lovely to meet you again and it's um, I call that the dialogue mm. of the soul and that's how this whole spirit baby journey started for me wow. and that completely Incredible. opened up my heart um mm. and actually that's where the the breast cancer healed on a bigger level because the breasts are nurturing organs and they mm -hmm. are pleasure organs. But firstly, self-love is the most important thing. And the way I have quite a stubborn nature and the way that my higher guidance needed to get me to get in touch with my own body was look at the depths of creation, how it starts. And um, mm -hmm. for women, like breast energy, womb energy, um, you know, their whole rep reproductive zones are like the vital essence of their um, our immunity. Um, immunity yeah, is right. based on, on the whole hormonal reproductive system. Whether you have children or not, it actually doesn't matter. You, we are birthing something all the time. And so there's actually mm -hmm. not much difference between birthing a business and birthing a child, except for the child obviously is more of a heart connection because it's a, a replication of you and when you see you talking mm. back to you there's a real um you know physical component <laughs> going oh my god yeah, <laughs> yeah. visceral mm, yeah genetic absolutely reflection. yeah and which is actually Beautiful. when you go back you will see the same in generational imprints when you look at your own relationship with your own mother and father mm. and you'll be able to see yeah. how you were conceived <laughs> it's it's yeah so much yeah so much to yeah to to absorb in that and to reflect on as well about how we want to conceive the next generation it's incredible and you're working very much with midwives and doulas at the moment in in order to help to maybe open the traditional consciousness of birthing to include this spiritual aspect and that I mean that to me seems you know it seems really necessary but to the medical establishment could be quite seen as quite revolutionary um but how have you found you know moving into that more medical space working with midwives doulas training them in this this work are they receptive to it are they conscious of it um quite interesting actually it was um i think there's a bit of a block from my end because of my perceptions but as the universe does it moves you into spaces to open up these things and actually midwives mm. are already doing it they just don't know they're doing it like everybody channels they mm -hmm. just don't know that they're doing it um so midwife will have a sense and and i've met some wonderful midwives that have been in the business 40 odd years and 
they do know that mm -hmm. they're doing it. They just can't put words to it. And I've given them the language and the framework. Um, but we are moving into a newer dimensions where the sex, what I call the sexuality of birth really needs to be an education for mm -hmm. OBGYNs and doctors who are clinically trained yeah. to be more empathic and understand the sexual nature of a woman because all the spiritual mm. midwifery books, all the famous activists that some of them are passed over now, Sheila Kitzinger, Ina May, who's still here, um, Michelle Odent, um, you know, there's there's lots. Um, you know, a book mm -hmm. by a guy called Grant Dick Reed, who he um The Fear of Birth, that was written in the forties. Mm. And if you watch um wow what's it called call the midwife which is one of my favorite programs you yes. will see oh, his amazing. work so yeah yeah <laughs> but that work started back then and, and still there's still mm. issues so it's the actual uh, i teach essentially that oscillation in the magnetic fields where mm. that energy resides and how that translates through physiology which is the movement mm. of sexual energy what we call the life force because when you're in the act of sex it moves from let's say the cosmic regions through the spine up and down until you reach orgasm which is the third primary law of nature in my um, model which means mm -hmm. union and when we mm. orgasm that's the where the ego dies and we are all at one with source whether you believe it or not and that's why it's mm. so um euphoric in those moments and that is what birth okay. is so when the birth mm. of the child comes through the vaginal canal, it's the same oscillation and same movement of energy as took place in conception. And it's also mm. the same energy and movement that takes place during penetration through the um, sexual mm. act. So when the baby is mm. coming through the root chakra to be birthed into this earth, it's following a memory of how it was conceived so the medical profession wow. really needs to start to understand the emotional imprints and the emotional body of the woman, of the mother that's birthing, like where like the her emotions have been through her vagina, like that that canal of information is the root of all her beliefs of how she will birth her child. Mm. Wow, I mean that that sent literally sent shivers down my spine when you said that. That because that's so powerful. Um, I mean, just because I I I believe that within within women's bodies there is so much fear around just being safe within our bodies to enjoy to enjoy and to be happy with ourselves. But when it comes to birth, I've never birthed a baby, but I would imagine that it's potentially terrifying when you've never done it before and there's so much yeah. within kind of the medical establishment that is based around the worst case possible you know scenario and kind of that's how they it's a kind of fear-based system but one that they have to do to kind of you know I guess work with legal ramifications if things do go wrong yes it's all about so, liability yes. unfortunately that's... um however mm. I'm not um, you know things are changing and I'm always mm. I always emphasize solution because we live in a vibrational law and so to actually just keep going on about fear it's good to highlight it but I'm solution yeah. based and and so yeah I I've been in hospital births and um, and they always talk to me in secret and they'll say, I get it, <laughs> but we're not allowed to say these yeah. things. But the, thing, the truth mm. of it is, if we really want to change society, we need to start to create new paradigms of thought. Mm. And so I do mm -hmm. bring a new, as I call it, a new dimension to doula, the doula world and midwifery. Mm -hmm. um, elements of it are already there, breath work, um, body work. Mm -hmm. But when you tune into your psychic senses, but what people, what that, what the birthing world do not talk about, which really is frustrating a little bit, is actually how conscious the baby is. <laughs> For mm. me, that's yeah, the, baby the baby's totally conscious. It doesn't it. matter how spiritual mm. you are. You, you, a woman automatically, without any help from anybody else, has grown 
a child mm. from her own desire body, which I call the placenta. She did that all on all on her own without any help from anybody. So for a medical system to say she cannot birth a child and it's an illness and da 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 is really stupid actually. Um because mm-hmm. and and that's actually down to personal responsibility because you do create your own reality knowingly and unknowingly. So the midwifery is that you must be engaged with your own emotional body and wounded self to understand what you are bringing to the table when you are with a mother and her child because you must be at the top of your focus, at the top of your game. Mm. It's a vibrational law. Mm. This child is coming through a portal of light. Any density, which is the shadow emotion, needs to be out of the way for all that fluidity. So you can, what I call, uh, mirror neurons, so you're mirroring back um, an energy to the person you're working with. So women do that all the time mm-hmm. anyway. It's just I've given it a language. Mm-hmm. We are symbiotic, Fantastic. which means women who start to hang around together, their cycles start to sync up. If your child's crying in one room, your breasts will start to leak because of, of the energy mm-hmm. of love, essentially. But people Amazing. don't really like to just call it love because it's too simple but it actually if you take everything away the framework the language the intelligence it all boils down to love yeah um, mm, wonderful well I think love is given uh, it's given a certain place in our language and what love means and what it's associated with is kind of soft and frilly yeah. and you know the feminine <laughs> with inverted covenant yeah with inverted commas but it's actually a fierce powerful force yeah. that creates us all um so yeah love let's take it out of that box and put it in its rightful place which is you know a, a, an essential life force um yeah and i am born into a religion where the archetype gods and goddesses we always say the goddess's name first and then her male counterpart mm. second purely because she mm. is creation and mother nature is yeah. creation you we cannot live yeah. in matter without energy. However, energy can live without matter because it's pure consciousness. Mm. So Shiva mm-hmm. is the pure consciousness. Shakti takes that consciousness and creates it into matter. And when that's the yin, mm. the yang, the Shiva, the Shakti, male, female, god, goddess, Isis, whoever mm-hmm. you want to call her, depending on your cultural or your soul belief, is. Um, mm-hmm. But I, my mum, when I was young, told me one thing, and that was never to disrespect a pregnant woman because she's absolutely doesn't matter how stupid or awful she's being, she is going, she is the goddess. And it, that is yes. what struck me and that is what led to all of this work because I wanted to know Beautiful. why. Why is she mm. like, what do you mean? What's and we have a whole <laughs> 40 days postpartum period where you do nothing but you bond with your child and you are looked after. And culture has distorted mm, it into forms of control. Um, like menstruation is really misunderstood like you can't go to a temple and it's been misunderstood as being something against women but actually those consecrated places had really potent energy and so the reason a woman wouldn't enter during menstruation was because the life force would start to take her up in her energy when she really needs to have it concentrated just in her womb and being able to mm. disperse the blood in that um, gravity flow of bring it to earth earth. Mm. and so Mm. the priests then took that as a form of control as well and so there's a lot of fight over that Mm. now but um which is the younger generation who don't really understand the potency of energy and why it was done and I was I was one of those I was really angry young woman I was like why why can't I do Mm. this why can't I go do it's my choice and then obviously as I understood it better and now understand the life force and the way it should move through your body at certain times um Mm -hmm. i actually really appreciate that and i'm honored three days off no touching anything no cooking no nothing and just be waited Mm. on hand and foot and um, really honor it great and um, actually love (laughs) that idea of the postpartum now because um Mm. talking to a lot of the western culture they don't some 
them don't even have that opportunity. Although it's coming through now, the doulaship and the red mm. tent, etc. It's become a big thing now, the fourth trimester, as they call it. So Good, good. Long may that continue. Yes. Yeah, because I mean, just uh, I would imagine you you must be full of so much. You must be exhausted after that, firstly, but also, you know, hormonally, there must be so much change going on in your body and the bonding, that kind of instant bonding and just adjusting, healing your body as well, you know, resting your body after something that big and also just to have time to absorb kind of that, that threshold that you've just crossed must be. Yeah, it must be awesome. Well, it's phenomenal. If you think a woman's grown a child out of her own DNA, added with the DNA of her partner, um, Mm -hmm. it means there's a real interplay of consciousness. So you're not really just you at that time during pregnancy. You're a mixture Mm. of your spirit baby and you. And so your identity Mm. becomes completely different. Then at birth, you're literally, your consciousness moves out of, of the way if you understand the law of physics for this light to come through to be birthed and the soul of the child entering its own body so after that and when the placenta the umbilical cord is cut you've literally cut that physiological bond that you've had Mm. and so two identities Mm. so that the kundalini then moves through the umbilicus through the belly button into back into the mother's body and the child's body and it goes through the whole of the Mm -hmm. spine again through the whole chakra system so all of that is going on and that's why the baby's you know the fontanelle is open because it's receiving Mm -hmm. its own body information now it's its own identity the identity has been through its mother and so a woman has completely, in one way, lost a child, lost herself to come back to herself yeah. and understand her yeah. child from a new perspective, which is the physical form, then interacting through another oscillation, through wow. the resonance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Beautiful. Gosh, yeah. So, yeah, you really do need support in that. Support. <laughs> Gosh, you need everything. Well, you on. should be rested. <laughs> yeah. You should be honoured. You've yeah. bought life into this world which actually Mm -hmm. is if you understand the akashic records it's like the the earth every time a child is born the earth is receiving that information for the progression Mm -hmm. of herself Mm -hmm. wow sorry i know that's really deep but it's phenomenal really deep no it's amazing but it is amazing and i think we you know we we downplay what is actually happening at birth and also pregnancy and conception and I think there is this kind of quite flat sometimes almost mechanical approach that we can take on this journey because we're wanting to kind of I don't want to say the word but tick boxes but it's like this the desire of wanting to have these certain things in life and then you know when you actually sit and open it out in this context it's just such massive kind of cosmic um uh just transference and you know yeah. arrivals and departures absolutely and just, yeah, massive, it's huge that's happening and it's amazing <laughs> yeah. I you know yeah, when people say incredible. to me how how do you would you talk to a um obstetrics professor I I I will mm. say that it's a phenomenon of nature it's just nature I'm not yes. really talking about anything that's different I'm not trying to convince anybody that this is something new it's not new Mm, no it's ancient ancient. it's been around since Mm. human nature human beings Mm -hmm. it's just we've Mm -hmm. somewhere along the line translation just has been forgotten and the ancient is now reminding us of the potency of recreating all of ourselves again through um some wonderful cosmic portals if if that's what you feel to do in your life and if not that's okay Mm -hmm. too (laughs) love it love it wow Dashna it's always so fascinating talking with you (laughs) (laughs) I love it Um, and just coming back to the the recent work that you've been doing um I recently viewed your sexual alchemy course which is beautiful and again it's this incredible fusion of um beautiful artwork moving image really deep philosophical um, and biological explanations of what's happening within 
the the kind of sexual play and expression that we can find um could you tell me a little bit about the idea behind these courses because you have the sexual alchemy you also which you have two more yeah i have the cosmic alchemy sexual alchemy and amniotic alchemy which is is yet to be um discovered more and um released yeah so um the three the cosmic number three is like a complete cycle and i design everything Mm -hmm. numerologically and they're all alchemy because so for people who are not doing my practitioner courses and people who want to discover more of their soul journey these three courses Mm. are for them and they are part of the other practitioner courses as well um so when you begin to go through the references, which are theory, visual, and video, it takes you on a journey through your soul. So the cosmic mm. alchemy takes you through your cosmic body for you to understand the, your human interaction with nature through your senses and discover the relationship of the two. The sexual alchemy then takes you on a journey through your sexual energy. So as you're, I've written it like a story form almost. So it's a journey, mm-hmm. um, which is something that you um, relate to. And you said when you were watching it as well and reading it. Oh, completely. Yeah. yeah. It takes you on. I, mean, a, I felt it. I felt yeah. changed as I was watching it. It was, and it, it was so helpful. Yeah. It was, I, I really think that it should be in, you know, in schools and yeah thought leaders should see it it's just it's an incredible it's, it's an incredible <laughs> journey for myself because I really create from my emotional body and I, I psychically feel into what people will engage and get from it so it's a, it's it's very mm. poetic and it's alchemy yes. in the sense that you will feel it viscerally emotionally theoretically Mm. And how deep you feel it is down to where you are in your consciousness. And that by the Mm. time you reach the end, it will take you into your cosmic form again for you to embody um, the information. So um, energy works like light and it's how much you perceive through your senses and then how much, Mm -hmm. depending on your beliefs, you you are willing to alchemize that transformation. And so... These three courses will give you it on all those levels, the intelligence, the emotional body, which is um, your energy and how that works through your body. So specifically sexual alchemy is for you to Mm. alchemize and understand how that energy works through the act of sex, through desire, through your senses, through observation, that oscillation with a person or through yourself. Um, astrologically mm-hmm. and through it's a form of yoga because it takes you into union with yourself mm-hmm. and so these three yeah. courses are for everybody um, fantastic and the feedback I have had is that it wherever you are so particularly artists are quite drawn to it as well because it's the whole creative mm-hmm. side um they just enjoy it in different ways so it's quite interesting to hear yeah. all the different and um, what people are getting from it which is really nice and um mm. it's kind of bite-sized information although it's still deep because that's who I am yeah but, there's, there's um, a lot there. yeah there's mm. a lot there but it's not it mm. you will do it once but you will you will go back to it when you get a calling of wanting to know yes. a piece of information again and so the beautiful mm-hmm. thing is like you buy it and you have it for life and then you know um until the offering is expired into some another process of evolution but it will give you what it needs Mm. because if you are drawn to it then there's something in it for you and that's why I say to people if you're not then you're not and that's okay um but yeah yeah, it's beautiful I think it's a a, a super unique offering because it has you know that theory the philosophy and the the artistic delivery which you know gets you on a very different almost on a subconscious level and it's very sensory because there's sound and it's yeah it's yeah. just very moving kind yeah. of to to click into it rather than reading a book which is static or yeah. you know other forms which we might turn to or the internet yeah um, so it's it's it's, it's, it's um it's kind of thank you it's my it's my alchemy actually because I love contemporary art Mm -hmm. and um 
I like merging the ancient and the contemporary vibes together. And it, it, it's, yes. it's such a depiction of that. I mean, it's, yeah, you can't, yes, when you, when you, is. when, when people see it, they just know it's like, I mean, I'm referred to as Dash sometimes or Dashna, um, you know, they just know it's my work because it, you know, everybody has mm. like a, a theme, don't they? Or, a, or a yes. signature and that's kind of my soul mm-hmm. signature on my work and how, of how mm, I like beautiful. to convey things. And um, yeah, there will be books as well. <laughs> Indeed, yes. They're, yeah, in the pipeline. Yes. Exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Fab. And why do you think um, uh, it's important to, for people to be checking in on this sexual alchemy right now, kind of where we are in this point in time? Why do you feel like that's, that's necessary? So our root element, which we call the root chakra, is who we are in our physicality as human beings with our soul or spirit or cosmic energy running through us. Society is a reflection of where we are in our physicality. And so there's a real disconnection at the moment to our true selves, which is love. And so everything that's going on in our world that has been coming to the surface for a long, long time has come to be revolutionized now to become alchemized into love. Mm-hmm. So the shadow has to rise for the light to come through. And so my work is essentially a part of that. And that is to, so, 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 the, with the systemic racism, um, all the shadow aspects of control, disconnection, distancing, all these masking, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All these things are a form of control because somewhere in us, we try to control that within ourselves. And so the universe has mm-hmm. to convey it back in a reflection. And that's what COVID is. Um, the rise of all other diseases, cancers, particularly in reproductive areas. So, you know, the breast, the womb, the ovaries, prostate, that is mm. those statistics are showing our lack of connection to our root organs and the way we express our mm. love towards our root organs which is mm-hmm. our sexuality yeah yeah i mean that's that's massive and such a, an eloquent explanation of the situation that we're facing Mm. And um, so I wanted you've been you've been kind enough to share a little bit of a meditation that our listeners can tune into, Absolutely. which is really exciting. So would you feel ready to to do that? If we maybe go for about five five to seven minutes, yes, I think we've got time for. Absolutely, it's all, however long you've got. But if um if listeners want to get comfortable, yeah. So if everybody um, yeah, make sure want want to sit comfortably, um if. If you're in a chair, then just kind of place your feet on the ground. Or if you're um, sitting on your bottom, then cross-legged. Just as long as your spine is straight, that's the main thing. And so um, we we want a lovely fluid um, access. So the thing that I'd like to mention is when your masculine and feminine, feminine pathways merge together in a central mode, it move your energy will move through the spine, which is what we call um, in yogic terms the shumna nadi, which is the energetic pathway. It actually means um, the pathway of grace, and that means it becomes genderless, formless, and it gives you the opportunity to meet your higher self through the fluidity of just love itself. So there's no agenda, there's no goal setting, it's an orgasm, it's the union of yourself, which is what essentially yoga means. So firstly, if we just kind of drop our shoulders and just take one long, deep exhale out with your mouth open so you're releasing any tightness in the body, first of all. And I always like to create um, a circuit of energy for Kundalini. And so I invite you to bring your breath in through your, for a woman, vaginal canal. 
And for men, if you want to feel it at the base of your spine, almost visualize your breath moving in through that portal of your body. And so if you visualize the energy coming through the front of your body, through the center, up to the top of your head, and this is where the serpent or the cobra flowers its multiple heads, to give you a visual depiction or an idea of your kundalini energy. And so let the serpent's head flow the energy over the back of your head, through the vertebrae of your spine, and let it move through the central column of your spine, down to the base of your pelvic sanctuary, which is your hip bone, down to your coccyx. And again, let her move through under your seat, back to your genital organ of your desired gender this lifetime. And so as we move and breathe this energy through long, deep breaths, you begin to create a circuit around your body. And this is an introduction to your aura of where your sexual energy likes to move through your body. And so you will all feel it in different ways. For some of you, it will be like orgasmic rushes. For some, it will be a tingling sensation in a particular part of the body. It doesn't matter. What matters is your emotional connection to this energy. And so I invite you to feel this energy. It may be through your breath. It may be a thought in your head that transpires. All of it is okay. That is your subjective notion of your Kundalini. And so now, just increase your breath in its lifespan, which means taking it slower and longer as it moves through your spinal energy. As it moves up and down your spine or column, it moves with fluidity and grace. And let the energy move outwards now. And you will feel an expansion of your body. This is your body in its expansive mode of creation. Of how much creativity you are allowed to bring into your life. Breathe that energy in. And I invite you to whichever hand you feel you want to place on your heart, place it over your heart center to give your body a visceral touch of your heartbeat. This is where your sexual energy is responding to the beats of your heart to give you an indication of how you feel about your sexual energy. So take a breath and discover the emotion behind that connection. And then place your hand over your womb if you are a woman and if you are a man 
the space between your genitals and your belly button. That's your hara, your creative center. Your creativity of who you are this lifetime. And notice with your breath or your emotions the connection between the two hands. This will give you an indication of how your body feels about your sexual energy from your heart to your hara, the creative part of you. And then take your focus to your brain and to your mind and connect all three centers like connecting three dots with the lines in between. This will give you an indication of how your mind feels about this connection of your sexual energy life force moving through your body. And as you breathe, just allow me now to condense all the auric energy back into that central canal of your body. And as all the cosmic energy that has come through this meditation as a portal of your expansion today. Visualize the energy moving down your spine downwards into your root, through your genitals, through your thighs, knees, calf muscles, ankles and feet. And let this energy of yours move down into the earth so she may feel your expansion today through your kundalini energy and that you are grounded now and come together centrally grounded into this space-time reality. And as you take this last breath in this meditation, just let out a big sigh with your exhale with your mouth open as you come back into this space and open your eyes when you're ready. Oh. And thank you. Namaste. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Dasha. That was absolutely delicious. So lovely. <laughs> I, I hope everybody, wow. somebody will receive something. Please don't judge it as to what you think it should feel mm. like. But I know for 150% that you connect to your Kundalini on some level today through the meditation. Absolutely. And what that is for you yeah. is a real good sign today of um, where you want to take it from here, if you want to take it. Um, but it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a, a little portal of discovery today. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Absolutely welcome. I felt (laughs) yummy and the expansive nature. Oh, I felt like I had a big velvety snake just zipping up and down my body. It was gorgeous. Yes, Yes. with your velvet voice, as I describe it. It's so beautiful. (laughs) Absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Oh, that's so kind. Well, Darshna, I'm over the moon that you were able to come and join me here because you, your work, meeting you, has literally changed my life. And I know that working with you in collaboration in the creative space of the arts, as well as you being a really amazing guide in this area of sexuality, has helped to ground my energy in this space and, and has definitely been a massive help in being able to hold space for other people to talk about this so thank you for for helping me on this journey and thank you too you've you've also brought the artist out to me and from our looking back now at our at our earliest conversations and since then we've both birthed Mm. so much so much Um, I opened my school um, and also it's just been amazing and there's lots more to come so um absolutely watch this space space for and i'm gonna say (laughs) sutras of embodiment which is going to be an absolute visual delight um yes yeah can't wait for that and where can people find you if they're curious to find out more please share your social media handles and websites with us so my school is um 
the conscious work conscious room birthing school.com and i've also got my personal mm-hmm. website now which is darshanapalma.com which is a space where actually i'm free to sort of be not restrained by business this is is, is a space of mm-hmm. alchemy of my artwork and how i express my soul mm-hmm. through that um and it's really a beautiful visual delight already i absolutely love it um and it's going to be growing through that space of um how I want to portray light, form, and energy. So, um, and Wonderful. on Instagram, I am. Um, wow. And your Instagram. Yeah, yes. and at Conscious Woo. And Facebook and LinkedIn as Darshana Palmer. Fantastic. Well, please find and follow Darshna's really revolutionary work. I know you'll be inspired by it like I have been too. And thank you so much for bringing such beautiful wisdom and energy to this space of the modern erotic. Um, Yeah, always a joy to talk with you. And I'm so, so grateful that you could join us here. So thank you from the bottom. Oh, thank you from the bottom and the whole of my heart um yeah it's absolutely been amazing (laughs) and it's an amazing concept and the modern erotic the erotic is a vibration it's a pathway it's um Mm. it's it's another link to ourselves and you've opened up that portal Mm. and um i'm really really inspired as well and grateful and appreciative of being on it as well so thank you heartfelt gratitude Gratitude to mm. Sophia Shawcon for doing this. Oh, it's Absolutely. my pleasure. My Thank absolute you. pleasure. Well, take care and lots, lots of, of love. love. Bye bye. Well, that was beautiful. What a gorgeous conversation to start off the weekend. And I hope you enjoyed that gorgeous meditation and felt a sense of gentle expansion. Um, My thanks go out to Darshana Palmer for joining us and for sharing her wisdom with us. And I hope that thinking about our sexual energy in a different context is useful because I think our sexual energy kind of gets pigeonholed into this certain space in our lives and actually it runs much deeper and much wider than we imagine. So getting a kind of um, perspective on that I think is really useful uh, to see how we express it, how it manifests in our life and how we can use it, how we can understand more about it to really use it as fuel for our creativity, um, kind of energizing our connections and our intimacy and really respecting that life force quality that it holds. So I hope that's some food for thought for the weekend. And if you want to find Darshana, please find and follow her. Her Instagram is gorgeous. You can find her on the Conscious Womb on Instagram. And yes, do find her online. All the links are in the top of the podcast. You can find and connect with her there. And if you're intrigued to find out more about my work, my artwork, you can follow me on Sophia Shawcon on Instagram. So I'm wishing you all a wonderful weekend. And please do share this podcast. If if you know people who would find it interesting, please pass it on. Um, I really want this to stretch far and wide. So if you're enjoying it and know a friend who might too, please pass it on. Well, wishing you so much love for the weekend and take good care. And I can't wait to share with you another amazing guest next week.